With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is The Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada. I'm calling this a trash talking Tuesday. That's what we call it on the iCouple. Chris Broussard and I have our show uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern time right here on Fox Sports Radio. TJ Hushmanzada, uh, of course, a Fox Sports Radio uh, talk show host as well. Up on game on uh, Saturdays. TJ with the fellas, uh, that's a fun listen as well. So we're here filling in for Dan and the Danettes. And uh, TJ, let's move over to the NBA. We started the show talking about the NFL and the potential Carson Wentz trade to the Bears. But uh, Draymond Green, last night after his game with the Warriors, uh, you know, just decided that he wanted to sound off on double standards between teams and players and the treatment of players because basically the Detroit Pistons uh, and the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers have made decisions on players and said basically that uh, Blake Griffin was is going to sit until the P- Pistons uh, mull a trade and uh, also... Uh, The Cavaliers won't play Andre Drummond again until they can work out some sort of trade to move him on his way. And uh, here is uh, Draymond Green after the game last night. To watch Andre Drummond before the game sit on the sideline, then go to the back, and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him is bullshit. But you can say Andre Drummond is getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, oh, my mental health is off, everybody go crazy about that too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? As much as we put into this game to be great, to come out here and be in shape, to produce for fans every single night, and most importantly, 
to help your team win. Do you think that doesn't affect someone mentally? But as players, we're told to, ah, oh, no, you can't say that, you can't say this, but teams can. It goes along the same lines of when, when everyone wants to say, oh man, that young guy can't figure it out. But no one wants to say the organization can't figure it out. At some point, the players must be respected in these situations, and it's ridiculous, and I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all have a great night. I'll see y'all tomorrow. TJ, help me, please, because I, 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 I want to hear from a, a former player uh, who's been through, you know, organizations. You played most of your career uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals, but you played with other teams. Please help me with Draymond. What is he talking about? You know, I, I watched the entire interview. Um, it was about three minutes. And when you sit down and listen to everything that Draymond is saying, he makes a hell of a point, man. And let me say this. The Cleveland Cavaliers and Andre Drummond and the Detroit Pistons and Blake Griffin, neither team, they're not any good. And so I'm not sure they would probably want to play anyway. But if they do, God, he makes a hell of a point. Anthony Davis gets fined for saying, I want to be traded. But a team can say you're on the trading block and it's fine. And he brought up another point that we didn't play was Kyrie Irving talked about his mental health issues. What do you think that does to a guy when you tell him you're on the block, you cannot play? You've put in all this work in the offseason to get ready to play, but we're going to put you on the block. You can't play. Go sit your butt down. When we trade you, then you'll play with your new team. Do you not think that affects certain players mentally? And, and so he makes a great point in the fact that he spoke up. Things are going to change because of this. And that's, and that's one thing about the NBA. They, they don't, it's not like football. They don't play one game a week. They play so often, and their best players like Draymond are willing to speak out about it. And I guarantee when a guy is on the block – it won't be reported he's on the block. It will be reported by you, but the team will not put out a release and say, oh, Andre Drummond's on the block. Everybody knows he's on the block. Um, is he going to be bought out? Will he be traded? Who knows? But Draymond makes a great point, but I'm not so sure. I mean, have you seen Blake Griffin run up and down the court? He, nah, he might, I, haven't, he, I haven't looked at, at him closely. <laughs> he probably doesn't want to play anyway. <laughs> but but here, here's my thing, okay? I, I, this is the issue I have. I, I get... There's two things that teams have to do. Number one, you you don't we I've I've seen this my whole life in baseball. There's a there's a player that's going to be traded, TJ, right? And he comes in out of the game, right? In the sixth inning, out of nowhere, one of the best players that they bring him off the field, tell him to come off the field, right? Because a deal is pending. They don't want the guy to get hurt in the process of making a trade. I get it. It makes sense. Why would you you're, – you're trying to move Blake Griffin or Andre Drummond and you continue to play him so he could get hurt before you can actually make a deal. In Cleveland, they're, they're transitioning to uh, Allen being their guy, their big man, right? So, so they don't want – and then if you don't play Drummond and have him get dressed every day and sit there and not play, that doesn't make any sense either. You still have to answer the question. Fans are like, why isn't Drummond playing? You can't lie and say he's hurt. No, so, that, so, that's fine. So I get that. It's the business of it. I, I don't. I don't see how this is a. I don't see how this is a negative. Once you tell a guy we're going to move you, 
Now, now, if you're not playing him and you don't communicate to him or say anything, I think that's wrong. But once I tell you we're going to move you, we're going in a different direction, we're not going anywhere, this is a, this is a bad team, we're going to move you and we're going to play younger players and try to develop them. There's, there'll be a uh, – the Brooklyn Nets might want Drummond. You may have a chance to go to a, ch- uh, a championship caliber team and help them win a championship. That's a positive. Your, your money doesn't change. Nothing, nothing changes for you that other than a good team could want you. How is this a negative? It's not a negative, and what you said is 100% valid. The point Draymond is making is this. How can you fine Anthony Davis $50,000 for saying, I want to be traded? Is, is, what's the difference between Anthony Davis saying, I want to be traded, and a team saying, we're going to trade Anthony Davis? But he, he says that publicly, and he's fined $50,000. So Draymond is saying, treat us on equal ground. If you can tell everybody that I'm on the trading block, why can't I come out and say I want to be traded? That's the point he's making. I, I, At some point, we need to be treated fairly and equally. I, I, I don't think that that – because that that hurts the franchise when a player like that says he doesn't want to be there. It was just like the James Harden thing. Right. Were, that, hold on, but, but I'm, I'm going to give you – James Harden, the day that he says this ain't going to work here, or we don't have the – whatever – you throw a torch on the on the organization. The other one is James Harden was on a good team that was making the playoffs. The Cavaliers or some of these other teams, the Pistons are bad teams that didn't have any expectations. So once you realize we're the the worst team in the in the league, then those are teams that can say we're going to move on from some of these players. Not not a team like uh, the Pelicans with Anthony Davis who had made the playoffs prior to that, and for him to, to go publicly and basically torch the organization, I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think the Pistons and the Cavaliers are on the same level as Houston. And, and, and James Harden saying this thing doesn't work and, and this organization, that damages the organization. That damages whether or not you'll be able to get anything for him in a trade. So I do understand why a player you could do it privately, uh, TJ, but publicly, I don't. I don't think that that's good for business. That's why you can't allow somebody to torch the organization and just say, "Get me out of here. This place sucks. This place stinks. I, I don't have any leverage now." You know what I mean? I got a disgruntled player, and now what? Look at look at in, in football, right? With Deshaun Watson, right? You, you, when you no, go out 100- and publicly do that, it makes it tougher to, to be able to get a trade for you. It makes it tougher. To me, you, you, you made Draymond's point. You made Draymond's point for me. It's simple. You said it damages the organization. At some point, the player has to be brought up because what Draymond is saying is this could damage the player the way you say Oh, Anthony Davis come out saying, I want to be traded. That damages the organization. Draymond Green is saying when Kyrie Irving said he was having mental health issues and mental health problems, it was all, what's wrong with Kyrie out here? He is Kyrie Irving being Kyrie Irving. Well, that's different about, I'm not going to get in, I'm with you on the the, the mental, but I'm talking about Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin on bad teams going nowhere. This is par for the course. 100% it is, but what he's saying is when things are, 
it shouldn't be because the team is bad. It's par for the course. But when the team is doing better, oh, I can't come out and say anything. We have to be treated the same regardless if the team is bad or if the team is good. That's what he's saying. Yeah, Draymond, I guarantee Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond probably have no problem with not playing. But don't find Anthony Davis when he says he wants to be traded because those teams have a chance if he plays. Um, the Houston Rockets have a chance if James Harden buys in. He was fed up. And, and so you're basically saying if the team is bad, we can put you on a trade block. If no, the team's doing well, don't say anything. No, but there's also tampering. You're like you're under contract, TJ. You signed a contract with an organization. So there's tampering. You can't say, I want to go to the Lakers, or the Lakers can't say that they want you. Or when Draymond Green got fined $50,000 for comments he made, you remember as a guest analyst, when he expressed his feelings uh, that, that the Phoenix Suns guard Devin Booker should leave the organization. That's what Draymond's <laughs> still salty about. You can't do that. You're a player. How are you telling people that they should leave? He's under contract. You can't have people just tampering with other players. It's just not do, – does that make sense to you? No, it doesn't. Now, what, what happens if Harden – doesn't say anything about wanting to be traded. We hear nothing about it publicly. And he plays the way he did early on with Houston in the type of shape he was in. What will be the narrative then? No, I, I, I get that. But here's my point. You get the flip side where players go, they get traded out of the blue and they don't know and their feelings are hurt. I thought I, I didn't know this was happening. <laughs> I didn't know what happened to your, you know, I was happy damn, here. Damn and all of a sudden, do, right? If you don't, huh? Well, I mean, so, I mean, yeah. so if you, if you don't say anything, then people feel like what? I got blindsided. I think the reason that they make it public is people want to know why Blake Griffin and Andre Drum, Drummond aren't playing. You gotta be able to give people a reason because also you look at it and go, oh, this organization is tanking, right? They don't wanna play. Andre Drummond's a good player. Blake Griffin is a good player, and now the Pistons don't wanna play them. So, as a fan, it's a little different because we're in COVID and people aren't buying tickets or going to games. But just be honest, all right, TJ, if you were a, a ticket, a paying ticket fan, and, and you're spending your money and you go to the game and Andre Drummond ain't playing and there's no explanation, he's not hurt, what would you, what would you say as a fan? You would be, what's going on? How come that'd he's not playing? That would probably be the If you're going to see Andre Drummond, that would probably you know be the I'm last saying. game you go to. <laughs> no, and, and I, I 100% get what you're saying. Now, this is the thing. These teams are bad right now the Detroit Pistons and the Cleveland Cavs, I guarantee Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin, they don't have a problem with it. No, because they're going to go to good teams. Don't you think that they're going to wind up or at least teams hoping to add something, you know, in a playoff push? For sure, for sure. Andre Drummond, for sure. I mean, he's a great player. He's young. And he would be a great fit fit for Brooklyn, wouldn't he? He'd be a great fit for any team, really, to be honest with you. There's not a team that – is contending that would not take Andre Drummond. I mean, I'm a Laker fan, so I look at them losing Dwight Howard. That's an underrated loss, man. That toughness I, I agree that he that. brought. They the Lakers need a big man that can run the floor, play some defense, and grab some rebounds. They're missing that. No, I'm with you. I I I I, th- I think that uh, everybody thought Dwight was coming back, but 
Um, this is this is interesting, and and I, I I get it. I know there's the the NBA's always been different because it's a players' league. We know that, right? More so than any other sport. There's only three or four guys that really matter. Uh, so so they have a lot more power. It ain't football. You got how many? Uh, fifty-seven players. Fifty-three on the uh, roster. Fifty-three on the active roster, and then what? Five. Uh, uh, practice or well it, it used now? to be it used to be five on a practice squad now I believe it's uh 10 now 10 yeah, now they, right so so that's you don't even have that in the NBA there's like three guys who are who are the head and shoulders above everybody else and you only have a total of 15 players so they have a way 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 more clout I just thought this was interesting I, I just don't this has been done forever I don't think it's a negative. I, I, Draymond might want to bring up some other stuff in the Kyrie Irving thing if that's part but of it. But you're right. Draymond is pissed off that they find you for the Devin Booker. Am I comment. right? <laughs> He's mad that, about that's that. What this is, that's what this is about. He's saying, I got, they took 50 grand from me, and, and now they're saying that they're trading players and nothing happens to the organization. Yeah, it's uh, I, I see both sides of it. I really do. I, I see where Draymond is coming from. He just wants the players to be treated the same way the NBA wants the organizations to be treated by the player. But if, again, if they've talked with Blake Griffin, if they've talked to Andre Drummond and they're okay with not playing, I have absolutely no problem with it at all. I I, I don't. This is uh, very, very interesting. Speaking of the Warriors real quick, um, you know, there was a Steph Curry had an unbelievable week. Uh, been playing really well, and then all people started talking about a chance of him winning MVP. I mean, where are you on that? Uh, sure, they don't have the team that people thought they would. You know, they're around a 500 team. I just don't see, no matter how well he plays, Steph Curry uh, having a chance to win the MVP. Nah, I believe it's slim and none. They they would have to make a remarkable turn as a team. MVP historically has gone to one of the better players on the best team or two. And so right now, you you look at LeBron, Damian Lillard. And LeBron's playing great. Um, You know, without Anthony Davis, a lot of of minutes, putting up numbers. I think he's he's the front runner right now. It's almost crazy, man, when you look at his age. It's never seen this before, man. You've never seen – a guy perform at such a high level this late in his career at this age and there's no drop off like it's <laughs> it's almost crazy it's no drop off in whatever lebron is drinking and eating everybody oh, needs to right, get on that plan be careful now be careful <laughs> <laughs> hey I mean, hey if you can get on that plan get on it because it's tried and true and it works no, I, I definitely hear you, but uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I just think the Steph Curry thing is maybe a little premature. No, the, I think the, the, they'd the have to be one of the top four teams in the, you know what I mean, in the West. Yeah. It's almost impossible for Steph Curry, unless he just single-handedly carries them to a top four seed, which is virtually impossible in the West. I mean, he, he's having a great year. Well, let's say the last 13 games, we would say, yep. but – it's almost impossible in my eyes. Uh, I'm with you. All right. 877-99 on Fox. We do want to hear from you on the uh, Draymond Green comments. Are players being uh, 
treated unfairly. Uh, what are your thoughts? Is Draymond on the mark, off the mark, coming out of left field? Where are you on those comments? Uh, but coming up next, we will talk with uh, Ryan Hollins, a former NBA player and uh, M- current NBA analyst. We'll do that and much more. It is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes on what I'm calling a trash talking Tuesday. And yes, I will be doing the odd couple tonight with Chris Broussard, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And you can catch uh, TJ and the guys on Up On Game on Saturdays. What time is that, TJ? 1 o'clock Eastern? 10 to 12 Pacific time, yes. 1, 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern. One to, yeah, 1 to 3 Eastern. That's Every right. Saturday, baby. On Fox Sports Radio and uh, love that show as well. All right, let's bring in a friend of ours, a guy who played – 10 NBA seasons. He played on nine different teams. The well-traveled, well-spoken Ryan Hollins and an NBA analyst. What's up, Ryan? How are you? Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, Rob. What's going on, man? TJ, what's up, brother? Big fan, man. I had had, been watching your work. I hadn't had a chance to talk to you, man. You putting up with Rob Parker on Tuesday, huh? (laughs) You you noticed Rob named it Trash Talk Tuesday. That's only Rob putting that stamp on it, man. That's all Rob's all all doing, man. No no doubt, man. We appreciate you joining us. How you doing, my man? Yes. Good, Uh, man. brother. Let's get started on the Draymond Green comments. I know you heard those. What, what, What was your take on... What uh, basically the Pistons are going to do with Blake Griffin, which is pull him out and wait uh, until they can get a deal for him. They're not going anywhere, obviously. And the same thing with the Cavaliers and Draymond and uh, Andre uh, Drummond. What did you think of uh, Draymond's comments? Uh, I I didn't think that it's that absurd that the league is going to take care of one of their, excuse me, the team is going to take care of their properties and say, we're going to put you away, make sure you don't get injured and allow you to be traded. Now, what happens is, and I was in this situation before, as a player, man, and Draymond is so spot on with everything he said, you're not allowed to speak out. You can't say anything. You can't explain your situation. You can't say whose side it was from. And sometimes you you, you can look like a bad player in this situation. So for myself, I was in Cleveland, uh, much like Drummond, and – the Celtics were trying to trade for me, and the uh, uh, the Cavaliers kept asking for unrealistic options. I'm not even playing minutes on the team, major minutes, and they talk about man, we need a first round pick for Ryan Hollins and the Celtics. I'm like, come on, dog! Like, we'll, we'll give you a second. We'll give you Jermaine O'Neal. We'll do right. We'll do something else in the mix. And what happens is, finally, after the trade deadline goes by, 
I went to him like a good sport, and I asked him, hey, man, wave me out the contract, let me go so I can go play in Boston. They end up doing that. But in the midst of it, I can't come out and say that these dudes would not trade me or move forward. They had deals on the table. So guess what, Looks All that someone sees hitting the headlines, Ryan Hollins waved from the Cavaliers. What? Why is Ryan Hollins getting waved? What did he do wrong? Is he a cancer in the locker room? What's going on? But I'm not at liberty to go out and speak out. Otherwise, I'd have messed my money up. I messed up the deal for me going to the Celtics. So Draymond is bringing up a situation that happens so freaking frequent with players. James Harden wanted to play at another in another place, okay? Just how a, a team moves on when, when they don't feel like you got it anymore, he wanted to move on. And James Harden was assassinated. What's even more disappointed is by some players. You know, Shaq had some words for him, and a couple of people had words. So it, it, it was it was unnecessary. But you don't have words for the organization when they move on for players. Yeah, so, but Ryan, or they I'm just gonna... trade them. So that, uh, that that that's what Draymond was saying. I'm too faded, Rob. What you guys say, Rob? You know, I'm gonna push back. I, I, I there, there's there's two schools of thought, and TJ and I were just talking about this, and I I, I get it. There's two ways. If you don't say anything, they got to explain to their fan base why one of their players isn't playing and isn't dressed. You can't lie to them that he's hurt if he's not hurt. So that's why you have to be up front when you're going to make a move. People have paid money for tickets. I know not in the pandemic and where we are, but that's why there has to be an explanation on why one of your best players isn't playing because you're trying to move them and you don't want them to get hurt. I don't. And, I don't think I, that's the problem. There's that you can't hear from the player, Rob. No, but you can't. What? Yes, I'm talking about from so the that standpoint. Guy looks, that guy looks bad. He looks poo poo. As you would say, he looks poo poo. He looks bad. He looks. He, he looks like a You think you think Andre that Andre Drummond looks bad? That he's going to go to a contender? How is that bad listen, for him? Listen, not Blake Griffin, but guys. TJ, am I wrong? Blake Griffin looks bad. Everybody asking, oh, he got a bad <laughs> knee. It's something wrong with him. He looks horrific now. He I just, got it I, no just I told Rob, I said, have you seen Blake Griffin run up and down the court? He's glad he's not playing. Yeah. You, 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 put, you put Blake Griffin in a situation, and I don't know if he's injured or not or what's going on. He, Blake wouldn't surprise me, and I play with Blake Griffin. If Blake Griffin gets to the Brooklyn Nets or somewhere – and all of a sudden he windmill dunking. He, he's going over there, and he's a service, absolutely a serviceable player. I don't think he's quite the athlete that he was when I played with him. That boy was doing something different. Okay, he was he, he was up there with with Deshaun Kemps and all them as far as as far as dunking the basketball. So it wouldn't surprise me if if he's still a, a very good player. But right now, the first thing in my eye, man, there's so much wrong with him. You know what, what's going on? You know, what? I'm, I'm sure that knee is gonna feel a whole lot healthier once he goes out and he gets to another spot. But right now, he just he just damaged goods, you know, in, in, in the public's perspective. So I do agree, Rob, with what you're saying. I understand the sit-out process, but a team doesn't look to preserve your well-being as far as they when they make decisions for yourself. And if you speak out, a la Anthony Davis, you get fined for it. You can't speak out. You can't do certain things. When you got to take care of yourself and your yeah, career. Yeah, but you're, you're also been. under contract for the organization, and you damage the con. The, 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 you damage the franchise when you do that, and it also hurts you when you're trying to make a move. If I want to trade Anthony Davis, okay, he doesn't want to be there. 
once I say I only want to go to the Lakers, that, that kills the value for me. That's why players can't just say, I want to go to that team because now there's no trade value for you. You hurt me. I'm, I'm handcuffed. I got to take whatever that, that team uh, offers me, and I can't make a move. I, I don't think the, the, the teams are out of bounds trying to protect the value of the players if a player doesn't want to be there. When I'm pigeonholed and you exclude the other 29 or, uh, teams in the, in the league, I'm stuck. I gotta, I'm bent over a barrel. I got to give the Lakers uh, you and take whatever they give me because you don't want to play here. So I, I, I'm, I can't buy the whole argument by Draymond Green. I understand that it's not always fair, but I do understand it. TJ, you take it over because I'll be talking about this for the rest of the show. I will say this. Because of Draymond coming out saying what he said, I do believe things are going to change in the future. Let's segue into uh, the Brooklyn Nets. You, you brought up uh, James Harden's situation. Do you look at the success that they're having offensively do you look at it as Kyrie Irving maturing or James Harden deferring and say, you know what, I'll do whatever needs to be done so we can have success? This is all about James Harden, but this was ultimately the fit. Uh, I, 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 off of one act that we're trying to you know, say he's a saint over, uh, saying that Kyrie said that, hey, James, you're the point guard. He went to him. <laughs> I'm not going to lose my mind. You know, Kyrie hadn't been acting in the most utmost of fashion. I play with Kyrie. I got none for love for that brother. He's a good dude, so we're not questioning that. But he's a hell of a player, too. Yeah, yeah. after one act, of, one act of leadership, I'm not going to lose my mind. Um, I think this was just common sense. Uh, James Harden was asked by the Houston Rockets organization to score the ball the way that he did, and he was he was labeled as this selfish guy. He didn't go out and throw his his his, his front office under the bus or, or throw Dan Tony under the bus. He just went out and got buckets. When with all these analysts and everybody just throwing all dribble dribble shoot dribble dribble shoot. That's what you. Well, they asked me to get busy, okay? And I guess what he went out and did. He got busy to a historical pace. But James Harden loves to pass the basketball. So Rob, you remember this? I came on the show. You guys asked me about it. I said James Harden is the most equipped to pass the basketball and to make that thing work, and it's working. It's working to the tune where James Harden is leading the NBA in assists, guys. So um, I, I do notice that Kyrie did it, and he's accepted his role, which I feel like is a very comfortable role. If you remember, LeBron James was the point guard. Kyrie was the two guard uh, when they won the championship over there in Cleveland. And you get the most out of Kyrie. Uh, when I play with him, he's so talented. And you don't have a pedal to the metal for him. Uh, he'll tune out of basketball. So he's a guy that you got to keep engaged. And James Harden knows he's more equipped to say, hey, man, I can go get mine uh, when needed. Uh, of those three guys, I feel like making Kyrie comfortable is the most important to a championship. And James Harden, when he comes in, knowing that I'm the guy that has to change my game. Let me ask you about uh, the LeBron and the Lakers and AD's injury. Could probably be out for three weeks or a month while they're with the Achilles. They want to be careful with it and take their time. But LeBron, we've seen play some uh, added minutes, uh, played in a couple overtime games to beat some pretty bad teams like Detroit and OKC. Uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing long term? Now, it could be a good thing for LeBron because – uh, when you look at MVP uh, and no Anthony Davis and being able to put up numbers, that's going to help him in that MVP race. But long-term at year 18, is this good for LeBron to be playing as many minutes and putting in this kind of energy in the middle of the season when there's a long way to go? 
Rob, Rob, I, w- I was on earlier with the Siamese twin, uh, Mr. Brassard, man. I was on it. We had the same debate uh, er- earlier. Uh, ultimately, yes, uh, you're right on both ends, Rob. Uh, Noah, his age, you want LeBron to cruise through and then just show up when needed and become Batman uh, in the NBA Finals. But in all reality, as we take a step back and we look at NBA history, uh, in the, if you're looking at passing Kareem, you're looking at passing Michael Jordan, this is a notch. LeBron James could have a year that we'd never, ever forget this year. Ever, ever. He comes off the, shortened, the, the shortest uh, offseason in, in sports history ever, ever, ever. And then he steps in and gets MVP of the regular season and wins the NBA Finals. He, he, he set himself up for history, man. And in all the haters' eyes and all the haters, this may be the notch, guys. And I'm not sure how you feel, TJ. He may go ahead and pass Michael Jordan. So may have to start giving yeah, that man. Yeah, keep keep uh, putting that. Keep credit. trying to pedal that. Keep trying to pedal that. <laughs> yeah, you may have to give that man some different credit, dog. Look, look, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Hey, hey, Michael Jordan was chilling at 36, fam. He, he was chilling at 36. People forget that. So uh, I think this is going to be a big notch in a historical year for LeBron James, who seemingly has nothing else to prove, but keeps on proving it wrong. So like I said, AD rest, LeBron do your thing, and everybody can go crazy. Oh, he did it with Anthony Davis. Oh, he was amazing. And then, like there aren't other good players on the team, then LeBron can go get busy in the finals and win a championship. And that's, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote, Rob Parker. Now, if, if he does that, if he can win MVP and – There's a lot of ifs, what, what a – It's what a tough. Oh, okay. I'm, now, I'm like, of the opinion. Like you, you and Brady, like you and your Brady takes, man. <laughs> I'm I'm of the opinion, Ryan, that I'm a Laker fan. But okay. with, with Anthony Davis out, in my opinion, you, you look at what they had last year up front, your part of the game, the Lakers need help. And, and so – I'm really crossing my fingers hoping that Andre Drummond gets bought out and the Lakers can find a way to get him on that roster because that's what they're missing. They're missing an athletic big down the middle um, that can play defense, that can rebound, that can block shots. What, what do you say? Are you trying to sign me up for the purple and gold, man? I know I'm only 36. Man. I, 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 I know you can you still run and jump. That's for sure. Hey, <laughs> hey man, no, nah, no. Nah. Hey, in all seriousness, we spoke about it earlier. They talk about the Brooklyn Nets really being in play for Drummond. And uh, and uh, and then Blake Griffin and all these guys and don't be surprised if I'm Javale McGee I'm, I'm I'm begging to get out. They ain't saying my name yet, but I'm like, dog, you know you got to get me out of here. Um, if if I'm drumming and I and I maybe want to take less of a role, but guarantee a championship, I go to the Lakers. You know, Andre Drummond is in a pivotal position right now. Where if he ends up bought out in the in the goal, Rob and TJ, I want you to remember this because he's on a big contract and the team wants to trade for him, he can tell you I will not extend my time with your team and can deter teams from playing with them. If he can come, if he, if Drummond comes out and says, I want to play in Brooklyn or L.A., okay, it will, just like Anthony Davis, it will deter a team from trading for him because now you have him on a one-year deal. We saw it with Kawhi Leonard. The Raptors traded for him. It ended up in a championship, but ultimately it ended up with nothing because he got up out of there and he bounced. So Drummond is in a similar situation. If you can tell teams either behind the scenes or publicly that I will not resign with your organization if you move forward and, and, and trade for me. But, you know, the Lakers absolutely need something in the paint. And the one thing you really don't want to do, uh, I love Marcus Hall, I play with him, but you don't want to be put in the stress at the rim of Anthony Davis having to, having to play big, especially not in the playoffs if he's got to see 
Rudy Gobert, Nikola Jokic, uh, Joel Embiid potentially in the finals, or let's say if Drummond does make it on the other side, he would have an absolute field day because AD does not want to run around and chase the big boys, uh, take them off the glass. All right. He is Ryan Hollins, former NBA player and NBA analyst. Ryan, man, we appreciate you giving us some time and knowledge here on the Dan Patrick Show. Appreciate you. Hey, hey, appreciate you, guys, Ryan, my man. Hey, 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 TJ, don't let him. Hey, don't let him wear you out this morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. All right, coming All right. up on the Dan Patrick Show, we appreciate that, uh, Ryan. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville and uh, him facing some scrutiny after the hiring of uh, Chris Doyle that uh, went awry. It is the Dan Patrick Show. Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada, filling in for Dan and the Danettes right here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada, and uh, TJ, we're going to uh, tackle the uh, Urban Meyer story again, uh, Dan and the Danettes, of course, being off this week, some rest and relaxation. But the Urban Meyer and the scrutiny that came after the uh, hiring of the strength and conditioning coach, Chris Doyle, uh, that didn't last long. Uh, what a turnaround. Uh, Urban Meyer went from defending him in a press conference and the hire, saying that he vetted him, he knew him for 20 years, and then uh, to Chris Doyle allegedly resigning. I, I really doubt that that was the, that's what happened. He probably got paid to go away. But uh, what did you make of it as a player? And, and, you know, you talk to former players. I'm sure that was something that guys chatted about. What, what, what was the take from uh, former NFL players just to hear that Urban Meyer was going to bat for this guy, Chris Doyle? He man, Chris Doyle must be one hell of a strength and conditioning coach. That's for sure. <laughs> I will say that J- just he has fact- to be right that a coach would would one of his big hires right and go to bat for you. That controversial. And you knew when he was hired. I'm sure they talked about this privately. What's going to be the blowback? What is the media going to have to say? Oh, we don't care. We're going to hire him anyway. We're willing to take the negative PR that comes with it. So Chris Doyle, whatever he's doing in that weight room and on the field, it, it was it was worth it to Urban Meyer. And I, I don't think he really thought about the ramifications. Like, I'm telling you, Rob, if he had pissed anybody off on that Jacksonville roster, these are grown men. It would have right. been one player that for sure would have tried him. And you don't doubt that for one second that there would have been an issue, right? If he said something uh, <laughs> off color, sideways. Oh, Rob, I've played with guys. I'm in a group chat with players, former players, and one of the players put in there, I would have tried him the first day and I dare <laughs> him to say something crazy. And that's how guys think. And so 
it's always a few crazy players on the team, man, and they just want to see. I, I want to see if he's going to say it. If he do, I'm going to knock him out. Right. And you don't want that to happen. And, and so, obviously, um, they made the right decision. But the fact that he was willing to walk through that storm and hire him, it, it says a lot. See, that I'm with you. And I think, you know, the, at Ohio State, he had an assistant coach there who was involved, uh, right, with uh, allegedly domestic violence. domestic violence against his wife. Uh, Urban Meyer's wife knew about it, but Urban Meyer said he didn't know about it, and he went to bat and kept that guy around despite the stuff that was swirling, right? But this ain't college, though. See, in college, you know this, TJ. Those coaches, they, they run everything. Everything is about football. The football coach, the police are in on them and on cahoots with, with the college football coaches, uh, the, the, the college president and, and the deans and everybody, right? They, they basically give this guy whatever he wants. He gets to the NFL and thought he was going to have carte blanche. Jacksonville just gave him $12 million to come down there to coach. Oh, I can hire whoever I want. I could go to bat. This is my baby. I could put this together the way I want. And what happened? The Fritz Pollard uh, people came out with a, with a strong quote calling it, you know, this is another situation of the good old boy network and that it was unacceptable. Uh, and then you had uh, uh, NFL analysts all over the country ripping it, sports writers writing columns that, that what is this? With the temperature of this country and what we've been through, TJ, to, to, you just said it, that they were going to push this through. They really thought it was worth, Urban Meyer thought it was worth, worth falling on his sword for this guy. Was he? He misread the room, and, and that's why I say, man, what is he doing talking, Chris? That's worth it, and, and so it, it's a good thing. It it didn't happen, but moving forward now, players in the back of their mind, I wouldn't say they're going to question things, but they're going to look at things a little different. He he's not going to be able to do certain things and get a mulligan from the players and that's what people don't understand like in college it's you can really control a team in the NFL you have to win you have to have a good culture you have to stand in front of those those guys in that meeting room and they have to believe what you're saying and they have to trust you and they have to know that you have their best interests and here you are trying to hire a guy that belittled and, and was racist to African-American players at Iowa. And the sad part is Iowa, they were a predominantly white team. And when you get to the NFL, that each team is predominantly African-American. The, the NFL 70% black, right. I, I just don't know how how that would – how they would fare with that. And then when you look at the, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, roster, there's only one player that played at Iowa – uh, under Chris Doyle, Greg Maven. So I guarantee as soon as he got hired, guys were calling him because Greg's a DB. Right. He's an African-American guy. So he would like and, to know, like, what's up with this dude? Give us the 411, right? Oh, yeah. Guys were calling him, bro. What was going on? How was he when you were they, – they were trying to get a – because you spend so much time in the weight room. You spend more time with them in the off season. Now, if they didn't have OTAs and things of that nature, then the relationship wouldn't have been as strong. But if you have OTAs and you have an off-season program, you spend a ton of time with the strength and conditioning staff. And so that was something that it would have been interesting uh, 
had this not taken place. No, no doubt about it. It, it is definitely a misstep by Urban Meyer to get started. And, and you know, if, if things, if he can get them to start winning or be respectable or whatever early on, then maybe, you know, this, this too shall pass. But if he gets off to a rocky start or there's any kind of questionable things, this could, this is why it just seems so strange why he would put himself in this spot. You know what I mean? Before you even have a practice. He can Why get off to a rocky this? start. He just has to have the belief of the players uh, during the offseason that he has an understanding of how to right the ship. They're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is fantastic, but he better show them early on that I got this. No doubt. All right, coming up in the final hour of the Dan Patrick Show, we're going to talk with former NFL head coach Hugh Jackson. He will help us uh, talk about uh, – the Carson Wentz trade, and even this Urban Meyer story and some other NFL topics. So we'll do that, uh, that and much more. It is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada filling in. So you want to stick and stay on this trash-talking Tuesday! It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.